Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. FM. Right now from New York City, we're joined by Arian from the band Gorillatos. Good afternoon to you where you are. Thank you for having me, Jamie. You are more than welcome. Thanks so much for coming on the show. You've got a brand new album out, Famously Alive. It dropped uh, just, what, uh, six days ago? Um, our time. I'm not quite sure your time. Five days ago, uh, your time. Yeah. Uh, and it's out on vinyl, CD, and tape, which I'm really happy about the fact that it's out on tape uh, and digital, of course, as well. So, first off, congratulations on the new record. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Um, now, COVID-19 was a sort of... Uh, it was kind of like a... Uh, we're still in it, but it's kind of like a worldwide rock bottom, right? It's a type uh, of time for instant reflection um of oneself and those immediately close to you um because you're kind of forced into it you're you know you're you're locked in your house with whoever you're with or whoever you're not with um and because of that you know with that comes reflection both internally and outwardly um looking around how the world is is going and everything uh and there's reconnection and acceptance uh, and comfort in one's own skin and i hear that on this record lyrically am i correct in this well you'll have to talk to cassie about what's going on lyrically but i think i i think i can speak for cassie and mm. say yeah that's very much so that's in line with um kind of how we were all feeling while we were writing the album um you know i live in new york city but peter and cassie live upstate so everything kind of shit hit the fan and we were kind of just sitting around waiting for the other shoe to drop and peter was like well why don't you just come up and we start writing the album like what's you know what's the point of us just like sitting around waiting being bummed out Mm. when we could be trying to be a little bit fruitful so i was happy to get out of the city so i went up there posted up for a month and a half supposed to go up there just for like a week ended up being like a month and a, a month and a half and then after that it was like more like i went back to the city and then would go up again for another few weeks but um it was a new writing process for us because it was just us three yeah kind of shacked up um me Pete, me and peter just like sitting in front of our laptops and keyboard samplers just like plugging away then we'd mix some stuff down, send it to Cassie, have her figure out some lyrics, come back, not good enough, keep on rehashing it out, you know, the process. It's yeah. The process. Hey, so, I mean, there was time. We all had what seemed like infinite time. So was time a friend or a hindrance? Or both? Um, a, little bit of, a little bit of both. You know, we've normally, this is the longest upon releasing this it's the longest we've gone without um releasing an album usually we do like a new album what feels like every 10 months or less this one was a little bit spread out so we finally had some time to take take our time with it and it was also it was a little bittersweet because when the pandemic hit like literally i think in late march mid-march late march Mm-hmm. is when Sub Pop, the Sub Pop deal came through and they are like, we'd love for you guys to do a record for us. So we were like, okay, we, you know, it was kind of nice to have something to work towards instead yeah. of just being like, let's write an album and see what happens. We were like, all right, we have to make this really special. 
And so we kind of had that to ride on. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what it, it's sub pop. You know, what a label. I mean, man, 13 year old me would have been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even my current self was still pinching. I remember. Um, I remember like I was like 12 and it was Christmas and I asked my mom to like buy me a bunch of CDs from bands specifically just because they were on sub pop because mm. like Nirvana was my favorite band. So, you know, um, I got like some L7 and some Mud Honey. Anyways, it, it was like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a dream come true. That was Sub Pop's yeah. time too, wasn't it? I mean, it still is. I mean, there's been so many great albums on that label over the years. Um, and it's not like you didn't come yeah. already releasing on DFA, which is also a fantastic label. Um, we, yeah. we won't talk about where that's gone in the last year. Um, <laughs> musically, uh, it feels like a record that's kind of moving forward with one eye in the rear view mirror. Um, you know, as much as... It's got as much to do with your first record, Gay Disco, or even uh, Jeffrey Johnson, um, as it does with Twisted Crystal. But there's also like this kind of vibrance, vibrancy to it, a, a new light. Um, did you have a kind of sound or idea in mind when you when you first started creating this record, or was it more like a, a fluid process? Um, no sound in mind other than me and Peter were kind of bonding a little bit more on like our musical taste, like stuff more in the modern realm. Um, we were like, oh man, like we really like Charlie XCX and like all these bands on like Warp and just like sort of using those reference points, um, Lots of like use of samples, which is like something we've never really. I mean, we, there's been some samples mm. in our music before, but we sort of um, have stayed away from doing that stuff because we're like, we could never pull this off live. But we kind of just we we took that barrier down. We're like, you know, it doesn't matter if like we can't like pull this off live, or rather, like let's not even worry about that. Let's like <laughs> let's make an album, you know, and. Um, so with that in mind, being less concerned about the live product, we just sort of like really just like let everything flow. And as a result, there's lots of like sound design and stuff like that, that, uh, is also going to be in the live show too. So it'll, it'll be a little bit different. It'll be a little bit more, the live show is going to be a little more 3D and expansive. It should be interesting to see how that translates that's not too far away um yeah because i wonder as well because the band's gotten smaller it's just the three of you now well actually so no we're still a five piece it's more that um the writing process was just me peter and cassie so we still got our keyboard player and a bass player um keyboard player doing pretty much a lot of the heavy lifting yeah, and yeah, like yeah. samples and stuff. Okay, so it's like yeah. so just the three of you writing and then you go back to your keyboard player. Look how much more work you've got to do now. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Like we, he, he basically yeah, he just like rolled up to band practice and we're like, alright, so you got this like a Kai sampler, you got this new keyboard. Um like figure it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> And you're you're off on tour soon, and um, like you said before, you you know you you used to pumping out an album every ten months or so. But you're also before pandemic, you were on the road a lot. You toured quite a bit. 
you you know you love being on the road. Yeah. And that's, yeah, we were. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say. I mean, so so you know, that, it's been a while since that as well. So I mean, how are you feeling about getting back on the road? Uh, you know, you've got a new album, so that's a celebration, and it's going to be amazing. You've got this new stuff to take out to people, and you've never played any of these songs live, uh, as far as I know. You might have played a showcase or something uh, since, um, but um, you know, you've but you've also you haven't been on the road for so long. Yeah, so how's it feeling about getting back out there? We're excited, man. I mean, this is like, we've been doing this. We've been chipping away at this for like almost 10 years now. So it's like, you know, it's what we, it's what we love to do. Yeah. And we've kind of been, I mean, at least I can only speak for myself, but living in New York City is best when you can leave and come back, <laughs> you know? So it's like being literally landlocked here, more or less, it's kind of put things in perspective where I'm like, shit, man, like, what am I, what am I doing? But so ha- being able to go back out on the road again has been, uh, we're stoked. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how the new songs translate live, but yeah. that's the way it always is. You know, when we, whenever we work on new material, we'll try stuff out. Some songs might, inevitably get dropped um which is totally fine like that's just part of the process you know you just don't know until you start playing it live in front of people so that's it you know but yeah we're stoked it's a decent sized tour as well and you're going to the blue room in nashville have you played there before no that's uh i think that that's a third man records like affiliated situation right yeah, that's um, his, that's his like that's jack white's first place I, he opened i think that's the original oh really man, that's the original third man space and it's like you can only play there by invitation oh well that i did not know but i mean i knew yeah i knew it was jack white affiliated yeah but that's cool yeah we haven't played there so that's going to be a, a stop sure yeah, yeah, and you know it's Nashville, I guess. Uh, it's such a musical city; it'll be amazing. Um, that's great. And so, I mean, have you started to work on how it's going to work out live? You said that it's some kind of three, you know, three-dimensional immersive thing. But have you worked out what songs are going to work and which ones haven't, or which ones won't? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we've been practicing pretty consistently. We have a set list. And for the first time ever, we kind of have a set list that is locked in. So we're not, before we used to change up the songs, the orders and stuff, and like try and like switch up every night. But this time we wanted it to be really tight. So we've got like an hour set. Nice. With like a a couple breaks in between with like segues that are all worked out. So it's going to be technically the same show every night, but... Um, it'll be it'll be fresh. It'll be new for sure. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, well, it's a fresh and new album. I really enjoy it. Um, so congratulations again for oh. putting it out. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's it's um, it's a great progression um, with what you've been going with. I mean, I've been a fan of Grillitos for for a long time, and um, you've kept me on as a fan with the new album. So not that that's much of an achievement, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> thanks for taking the time out to speak to us this morning as well. Uh, an absolute pleasure to have, have you on the show. Um, any w- w- what song would you like me to play? Your choice. You get to choose. Oh, song. How about you uh, 
do the last single we dropped, Live Exponential, yes. one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a great track. Track number three, I played that out last week as one of my fancy brand new tracks, uh, so Live Exponential. Um, you can find the album on Bandcamp. It's where you always go. Remember, it's on vinyl, CD, tape, and digital format, so you can get it any way you like to digest your music. Um, Arian, once again, thank you so much for taking the time out. Um, talk to me. Good luck with the tour, uh, and have a wonderful day. Thank you, man. Nice yeah. to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Thanks very much. All right. Here's Grillatos. You're on the one. to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.